Hey, what's happening, guys? Grace and peace to you. Um, Happy New Year in advance. It is uh, December 31st, 2022. Um, Saturday, just sitting here spending some time with the Lord this morning, uh, praying for you guys and and what to share. You know, a gift for you guys to have moving into uh, 2023. Felt the Lord say, get get down on your knees in 2023. <laughs> and what that means to me is, is the secret place. So I want to share with you today about the secret place, uh, a gift for you. And again, we know the greatest gift, right, is Jesus Christ, that he came and lived here on this earth uh, just like us. He died for us in all of our sins, right? Uh, to give us salvation and access directly to him and his father. He rose from the grave. He defeated all sin, all death, and he ascended to the right hand of his father, right? And and if that wasn't enough, he sent the Holy Spirit back, who was also Jesus, who was also God, to live inside of us, right? The beautiful Holy Spirit. So I want to share with you this, this gift of the secret place. And I want to start today by, I mean, sharing what it is to me. And, and I'd learned about this intimacy with, with, with my father, uh, years ago. And, uh, I would literally go into a closet, shut the door, you know, lights out, get on my knees, picture myself laying at the feet of Jesus just like Mary did, weeping on his feet, right? Just to go in there, just to be with the Lord, not going in to pray for anything, not asking for anything, just wanting to be in the presence of the Lord. And I would recite a Psalm 23, you know, basically the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. You know, I, I just kept repeating that and sometimes go through the whole Psalm. But what that did for me was, cleanse my mind, wash my mind, erase all the memories or, you know, or thoughts or things that were things that come to your mind, right? When you go to spend time with the Lord, you start thinking about a million different things. Um, so this, this prayer reciting that Psalm would, would get me to a place where I'm just focusing in on the Lord and, you know, my eyes are closed and I, I, for me, I'd start to see flashes of purple and I would focus on those things and, you know, um, everything would turn bright purple. And, and I know that I'm with the Lord, you know, and sometimes he gives me words. Sometimes he shows me visions. Sometimes there's nothing, but I know that I'm in the presence of the Lord and there's nothing that I need, right? I lack nothing. I just want to be with him. So that, that's the secret place, but that's the fuel for the fire that's inside of me. Any goodness you see in me, any consistency, any passion, any desire, right, all comes from the secret place. So I want to read to you guys uh, Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16, to give you an idea what this place is uh, for the Lord, I believe, a description for the Lord, right? So Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. 
I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. What a beautiful scripture. Amen. There's just this this beautiful picture. So the secret place in this context is the womb, right? Before we were even created, he knit us together in our mother's womb. There's The womb is this place of concealment. It's unseen, right? And in that place, that's where we were fearfully and wonderfully and intimately made by, by God, right? So it's this place of concealment. You know, again, that's to me, the reality of, of, of making a place behind a door, close the door, you know, let people know not to bother you and go spend time. It's, it's like <laughs> you're going back into your mother's womb, <laughs> you know, where, where just our amazing creator um, made us, right? It's where he made us. And he knew us before he formed us, right? And even with all the great advances of science and everything, there's still a lot that that humanity cannot understand about creation, the creation of human beings, right? The way God made us, it's still a mystery. You know what I mean? We think we know. And there's a surface to knowing, but there's just depths that we can't understand. So in response to that, all we can do is look at him with awe and wonder, right? And if we are fearfully and wonderfully made, then that makes him an awesome and wonderful creator. Amen. So this Psalm, you know, it contrasts the greatness of God with his intentionality and this personal activity, right? Even though he is the God of great and wonderful works, he sees you and he loved you before you were even born. He has given great thought into care great thought and care, right, into, into who we are. And he carefully and skillfully designed you, and he saw your essence. So there's this intimacy. And that the secret place is a place of intimacy, folks. So what is our response to this beautiful image of God as, as our caring creator? The only proper response is to praise him, right, to worship him. And yes, with our voice, but more importantly, with our life and to reflect Christ filled with compassion and mercy to the world around us and great care, right? But also walking in authority, the great power that God has placed inside of us. He lives inside of us, his Holy Spirit. So we move through this earth, walking in victory, filled with compassion and mercy, but being very quick and bold to do the things that God calls us to do with the power that he flows through us. We're just called to say yes, to pray, to be bold. He does everything. We do nothing. It's all him through us, but we're called to do it. Amen. So there you go. There's this beautiful uh, imagery, right, of the intimacy of God and how he created us. And knit us together in our mother's womb, right? So that's the secret place, this place of concealment. Matthew 6 talks about this place. It's talking about prayer. 
It says, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees you and who sees what is done in secret will reward you. It goes on to say, when you pray, do not keep babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you even ask him. So again, um, don't be offended or be offended. we, We taught on that early this year. Christ came to divide. He came to divide his followers from from those who don't follow him. Right. Uh, There's this separation. There's this difference and there should be a difference about you. And it's fine to pray, man, and to pray out loud and to pray for people. We're called to do that. But the Pharisees and the Sadducees and religious leaders, a lot of people do that for show. God sees right through that. So he leads us into this place of intimacy And again, this is Jesus talking, right? He tells us how to do it. And he models it when he goes and spends time with his father every single night, sometimes all night, just him and his father, right? And then he says he does what the father's doing. He only says what the father tells him to say. So there's this perfect model of how we live our life. When we live in the secret place, we're connected with God. We see what God sees and see things the way God wants us to see it, right? And and so he can move through us properly. Uh, into this world around us, the divine appointments that he has for us each and every day. And he says, you know, don't babble like pagans. Again, like I said, we don't go into the secret place to pray and ask for things. That's called the war room, right? Where we go to battle, you can write your prayers down, pray every day for people. That's great. That's not the secret place. Praying for people, wonderful. Separate thing though. Secret place is time with you and God just because he's God. That's it. All right. And when we don't say anything, God already knows what it is that we need. So he made us. Remember that. He made us. He knit us together. He knows us. He knows our minds. He knows our hearts. So just go in there and spend time with the Lord. Amen. So we're going to move into Psalm 91. I'm going to read this to you. Um, Abiding in the presence of God. Amen. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God and him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover us with his feathers and under his wings we shall take refuge. His truth shall be our shield and buckler. We shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you nor any plague come near your dwelling. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot because he has set his love upon you. Therefore, he will deliver you. He will set us on high because he knows our name. 
We will call upon him and he will answer us. He will be with us in trouble. He will deliver us and honor us. And with long life, he will satisfy us. And he is our salvation. Amen. I personalized that a little bit. So forgive me. I'm not trying to take away from the word, but when you make this, when you replace the words with you and your name, it makes it more intimate. You know, as God's talking to you, his word is living and active. So again, it says that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And under his wings, we shall take refuge. You know, and his wings, you know, it's him, it's his presence, it's his angels, his guardian angels over our life, right? It talks about, um, to me, his truth shall be our shield and buckler. That, That goes back to the armor of God we talked about. It's all based on his truth. And we have to put on that that belt of truth first and everything else hangs on that. So this imagery of Psalm 91 and how it ties to uh, Ephesians 6 in the armor of God. Huh. And again, when we put him on, when we put his presence on, when we're under the shadow of his wings, we can stand in the face of the enemy. Okay. The arrows that fly by day, the pestilence that walks in the darkness and destruction, we can stand against that. It doesn't say it won't happen. It says we can stand against that. That's in Ephesians 6. When we put Christ on, when we're under the shadow of his wings, we can stand in the face of Satan and his attacks against our life. Doesn't mean they won't come. We must remember this world is temporary. We talked about that. Don't hang on to this life in this world. We're going to die, every single one of us. So quit clinging to this life so much and stand up and stand in the face of Satan and his little piddly attacks against our lives and our families and our children. Stand in the face of that. And even though there's calamity going on around us, You know, when we see things through the eyes of Christ, um, you know, he says that that these things won't come near us. Does that mean that bad things won't happen in our life? No, it doesn't. You know, but it goes on to say that he will be with us and he will stand next to us in times of trouble. So it happens. Life happens. But God never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He is with us. Bad things happen in this life. It's a dark, evil world. We're mixed in with it. I used to say, like, if you picture yourself in a white suit and you walk through a dirty room, you know, maybe you walk through that room once and you get nothing on you. Maybe maybe a couple more times for whatever reason you walk through this room and, and you're not that dirty. But eventually, no matter how white and pure you are, which is who we are in Christ, it's not us, but it's his blood that purified us and made us righteous. And then it's us following him and how we live our life, right? But eventually that white suit is going to get dirty. Okay, that's an imagery of what happens in this life. No matter how good we are or how good we think we are or how close we are to God, bad things happen, man. We're mixed in with evil. It's everywhere. So it's not God's fault. But what he promises is that he'll be with us in those times. Okay, 
And the reality is we're victorious and we live with him forever. So don't be afraid of what happens to us in this life. Be bold and always stand up for Christ. You know, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation, which is eternal life. So what is life to you? (laughs) Right? My life is Christ. Who is Jesus to you? What is Jesus to you? Who is he to you? He's my everything. He's the air in my lungs, the movement of my body, the thoughts of my mind, the movement of all my limbs, my fingers, everything I do, my organs working, blood pumping, all of that is Jesus. He is my everything. Without him, I am nothing. And because of that reality, I choose to be around him all the time, you know? So let's get in the secret place, man, in 2023. I promise he won't let you down. I promise your intimacy and your depth of your relationship with the Lord is going to change significantly as well as him using you in your daily life and your boldness to speak up for him and about him and to bless all those you come in contact with. Every interaction, every AM, PM visit, every, you know, Jiffy Lube, every time you go to the store, you're blessing and encouraging somebody with God's love and how much he loves them and how he is for them and that he has great plans for them, right? Jeremiah 29, 11. Plans to give them hope in a future, right? Good plans. God has good plans for us in this life. It's whether or not we're, we're tuned in to what it is God wants us to do. And the way to do that is to spend time in the secret place. So that's my gift to you for 2023. May we get down on our knees in 2023 and spend time on our faces before the Lord, shutting out the world and the thoughts of the world, and just simply desiring to lay at the feet of Jesus like Mary did, weeping on his feet, being satisfied in that moment with Jesus, simply Jesus. I bless you all with a joyous and prosperous new year filled with the mighty, intimate, wonderful presence of God who knit you in your mother's womb and knew you before you were even created to do great and mighty things that we do not know. That's Jeremiah 33.3. God bless you guys. Happy New Year.